Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Instant Reaction edition of the Night Report podcast. Joining me once again is Richie Schneider. Richie, the people were calling for this. I got so many messages, DMs, texts. Where's the instant reaction for Willie Tyler? Willie Tyler's a big, big commitment for this fo- football program. He's got versatility along the line. He's massive. He's 6'7", 320, 330 pounds. He's the starting left tackle last year for the University of Louisiana Monroe. How did this one come together, Richie? And what are we getting in Willie Tyler? Um, just like Dunlap. Um, he's another guy that visited back in uh, this past year, I guess. Um, I think it was actually early December when he visited for an official visit for the weekend. Um, the staff's been on him for a while. They were one of the first programs to reach out. I think arguably the biggest program to offer. You, I guess you could debate that if you're a Virginia fan. But uh, out of those two programs, those were the two power fives. And then SMU was uh, – He's a big Texas guy. He played at Texas for a couple of years. Um, he's actually originally a Wisconsin native, which is interesting to me how the hell do you end up at Texas? But um, yeah, he, he loves the state of Texas. It sounded like um, he was actually going to end up at SMU. And of course, with every other podcast we do, it seems like breaking news happens every, every minute right after we're done. Yeah, um, so be so, prepared for the commitment that happens around noon today, based on our history here. It, it's ridiculous at this point, but um yeah, I mean, um, heck of a get. Now, the question is, is Rutgers was telling him he was going to play left tackle. Interesting. Rutgers told DiRenzo he was going to play left tackle or guard. So now now you, you got a lot of options now. This just went from an offensive line that, when I put it bluntly, is, it was dog shit to <laughs> pretty pretty interesting, like middle tier now. Now we're like talking like huge size. We got a 6'7", 330 guy coming in at Tyler, 6'6", 315 DiRenzo. Dunlap, 6'5", 340. 45. I, I do think he's bigger than that, but it's debatable, whatever. Um, not the point, but it's just like, holy shit, Greg Schiano just landed four transfer portal offensive linemen. And you asked me this a week ago or 10 days ago, I'd probably tell you you're nuts. There's no way that DiRenzo's choosing Rutgers over Oklahoma. Tyler's, Tyler sounds like he's going to SMU. Dunlap sounded like he was Texas bound, but then Texas kind of whatever, did whatever they had to do. And now here you are. Rutgers has an offensive line and a little bit of protection for Gavin Wimstead. Yeah, I've been critical of the staff for how they've treated the transfer portal. And I mean, I got to give them hats off. They crushed it the last week. I mean, they've gotten four offensive line commitments since Saturday, I believe, since Saturday night, including yeah. the, the jewel. The two jewels, in my opinion, are Dorenzo and, and Willie Tyler, just because they do have a bit more of a pedigree in terms of starting and they, they don't have an injury history and they're massive human beings. So I think those guys are easy plug-and-play starters. I think the, the two guards we got, the probably one of them probably starts, but it's just where do they start? Is it does one of them move to center? Like I think it's a good problem to have right now because even if those guys don't start, they're in the top, you know, 11, 12 of the rotation for offensive line, which is frankly, it's something that isn't talked about a lot by fans, but it's so important to have depth because guys are gonna miss two or three games during the middle of the season. You need guys to be fresh going against these massive, talented offensive defensive lines in the Big Ten. Like, 
the, the Big Ten is going to have like six first round picks on the D line this year between the two guys from Michigan, Carl Aftis, maybe not yeah. six, but they they have a, there's a lot of talent along the defensive line in the Big Ten. Yeah, you're you're probably pretty close with the six. It sounds like um, the two Michigan guys are going to go like top fifteen, top twenty, which is <laughs> insane. And Ajabo's stats weren't even like crazy. Like Hutchinson's were nuts, but Ajabo's pretty good too. But uh, yeah, nonetheless, you're you're adding some size and. That's where it gets a little interesting. Like you, like I said before, you can kind of mix and match these guys. Um, it's pretty clear as day that Shiano saw this offensive line last year and was like, ooh, that's not going to work for Gavin. Like, we're going to have yep. to fix that. Um, but he addressed this the, and the need for size. Like, a guy like Troy Rainey was playing offensive guard at – he's listed 6'4", 315. I think that's a little generous. I think he's more like 6'2", 6', maybe, maybe 6'3". And he was definitely – around the 300 area, but regardless, now you're going to replace him with a guy like Curtis Dunlap, who's 6'5", 345, and it's just a massive difference. Then you sure. got Lorenzo, who's 6'6", 315, playing either guard or center, or guard or uh, tackle. Um, then Willie Tyler, who's 6'5", 6'6", or sorry, actually, I'm sorry. He's 6'7", he he's listed out. Yeah. He's 6'7", 330, so it's just like, holy shit, they just added a ton of size. Um, it's going to be interesting just to see how mix and match these guys and a guy like Chafani who I personally think is going to play center you don't come in at 6'3 290 and play guard in the big 10 especially in Chiano's world where he wants these massive guys in the in the interior so I I think he's going to play center but he's one I'm not 100% sure of uh where where I I guess I don't even know if he's going to start right away I think he might be a little bit of a developmental guy but either way you just added um at the end of the day you added guys that are going to take spots out of uh, the rotation, which is what you want to do. You want to improve as much as possible. And it's a huge, huge gets for Rutgers. It's, it's kind of insane. A couple of, what, six days, five days, four days, whatever it was. I don't even know. Yeah, no, this has been – I can't remember ever – I mean, obviously because the portal is fairly new. This has been probably the most transformative week in Rutgers' recent history in terms of, you know, the amount of immediate – improvement that we're going to see based on the, the commitments we've received um, because if you look at who we got in the high school class I, I doubt any of them play this year thank god because I mean they're high school linemen but they all have size they all have big frames they're all That's, really tall mm-hmm. sorry I didn't and, cut you off no but. no no it's just you can clearly tell the the staff is prioritizing size with offensive linemen because we we didn't have any of that this year for the most part yeah, for sure. Um, I know we've talked about it on the boards. We've talked about it off camera. I didn't expect any of the freshmen to play. The only one that I do think might play more than that four-game limit is going to be Obi. Obi Asamoa. He's uh, yep. he's he's phenomenal, man. And he he fits that narrative of a mauler in in the in the middle. They want him to play center. I know he played guard and even a little bit of tackle for his high school team, but he had six three. I think he's around three hundred mark. I forget exactly what he was, but uh, very good get. I think. At the end of the day, he's going to be a guy that's going to push for center more than a guy like Jafani will. I, I think Jafani is still developmental. I think Kobe is going to be a solidified three-year starter down the line. And I think he's going to push Zelinskis, who's probably the front runner for starter at the moment. I By end of season, it would not shock me by any means if Kobe did take over that spot. Yeah, because if you look at his pictures from especially the pictures of like all the guys this summer when they were doing the, the, the throne pictures, Kobe looks like he's legitimately like four years older than the rest of the guys he is so thick he is just like he looks like a big 10 lineman already which is not something you see out of most 16 17 year old kids 
Yeah. On top of it, like I said before, he's a mauler. He's a really good player. He played for a very, very good high school in Pickerton. Pickerington. I think that's how it's pronounced. I don't even know. Yeah, they have um, like they've I think they have a five star either this class or next class. I forget which class, but yes, they they do. They have an insane roster. So it's not like he's coming out of like a different like a random nobody school that like no one plays. It's like they play like top tier competition every single year. But uh adding him to the to the roster is going to be huge. Adding seven <laughs> freshmen in general, then four transfers. Now, now you're talking something. Now I, I, I think they're done. I think they are done with offensive linemen. Don't yeah. quote me on it because there, there was another offer set technically set out not too long ago in Traymond Shorts, who actually probably has the highest PFF grades out of everything. Yeah, Traymond Shorts is phenomenal. He's he's up there in terms of accolades with Dorenzo. Like he was like yeah. multiple time all american he had fantastic grade. i think his grades were in the, the high 80s as well and now i mean if you can get him i think they go after him it's just i don't think they land him i think he's I, gonna end up at like looking at his offer list now he doesn't have like a any i think Rutgers might be his only power five actually no he's got more than that no, texas tech i'm looking at right now too i don't know i do think he ends up staying down south so it doesn't really matter moot point but um for Rutgers to what strike out on one offensive lineman in the portal, maybe two if you count shorts, but I don't really count that because they already got there for um, for them to beat out uh, Oklahoma, beat out Purdue for DiRenzo, beat out SMU, beat out Virginia for Lloyd Tyler. Uh, Dunlap, it, it's an intriguing situation. I'm not going to say they beat out Texas because they didn't. He was ready to go to Texas, it sounds like. But Texas, at the end of the day, according to their assistant down there I talked to, he said that they just didn't have room for him. Whatever, mind you. Uh, Chifani, solid get, depth. Um, he doesn't have to be a starter. That's one, like, I know, like, everyone wants to hype it up and, like, these guys are all going to start. Like, they don't have to be starters. Like you said before, they, they're they going to rotate in and out, like, nonstop. They're, I know Aldridge likes to rotate six, seven guys if he can. The, the issue was he couldn't because there was no yep. one good enough to rotate in. So just that creates a, a problem of fatigue. Like, these guys, he's only got – he feels confident in, like, five, six guys maybe. And when those guys are, you know, gassed in the third, fourth quarter, that's when penetration happens in the backfield. That's when uh, just problems can happen. And I hate to cut you off, but I know we did tease a special surprise on the board. So, and welcome to the show. Recent, the most recent uh, transfer portal commit, Willie Tyler. Willie, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. So you, it seemed like you had a really tough decision yesterday. You were down to, to Rutgers and SMU. What made, uh, what made Rutgers be the school that you ended up ultimately deciding on? Um, honestly, uh, it came down to, uh, like, the support staff of uh, offensive line help, uh, Coach Yano. I wasn't really responding to any of the coaches during the week. They kind of knew I was back and forth. Uh, Coach A, uh, Coach Ballone, like they all was texting me. Coach Hoffman, I just – I wasn't responding. I wasn't trying to get recruited into it. I was just trying to make the best decision for me. And uh, while I was at the gym yesterday, I called my dad. And I was just like, I don't know which one to pick. And it's like 7 – it's like 7.19. And then 7.30 hit, I still didn't know. And it was like 7.49. I just texted Coach Yano. I was like, let's get to work, and I posted. That's awesome. So you were really down to the wire there. Yeah, it was like literally. Want me to go, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right. So, so Willie, I know we've talked in the past, you kind of just mentioned it a little bit. Marcus has a ton of former offensive linemen on this staff. How much of a factor did that play, whether it's uh, Augie, Allrich, Ballone, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, it, was, it was a big factor, uh, that. And then, I mean, you're playing the best of the best week in, week out. Hmm. I mean, the, the Big Ten edge rushers, they just – I feel like they come out of come out of nowhere just like <laughs> this season. I mean, they didn't come out of nowhere, but it was like a flip switch. And now you got, what, like – four edge rushers that could be first rounded or something like that. And yeah. uh, that that's just like, you know, taking a taking a big, big bet on myself. And uh, yeah, that's that's really it. So, Willie, you were in the portal last year. I know Rutgers rec- recruited you last year as well. Did that help having that familiarity with the coaches already from talking to them last spring? Uh, they so they had followed me, but they never really reached out. A lot of fools were hesitant on me because I was at Texas for two years and I mm-hmm. didn't have didn't have like anything besides like practicing scrimmage film so uh like he reached out towards the end uh but like once I didn't have film like a lot of schools just kind of backed off some were kind of playing a wire uh didn't really know if they wanted to take the chance or not but so, so what so is what? Oh, you got it go go Richard all right so Willie, let me ask you this there's a rumor going around. What's, yeah. what's the word about this Bama thing I've heard about? Uh, Bama reached out was, last minute or what? It, it was – so they had reached out. Uh, like I have a mentor. Uh, he's like – I don't even know how to explain it. He just has a lot of connections. Like he – at the NFL Combine, talking mm-hmm. to coaches, uh, like cool with NFL players, and he's cool with some people on the Bama staff. Mm-hmm. So he had reached out to them, not even knowing that I was making my decision yesterday. Um, and uh, he asked him, like, was they interested in me? They said, yeah. And they, uh, like, they had heard about me and stuff. So we got on the phone. Um, I talked to the director of player personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we was, we figured out the timeline. And uh, just on their end, he said uh, how late it – he said if I was, like, graduated in May, it would probably work out. But if it was uh, mid-year, it would probably be too late just because the time of when they start school and stuff like that. Gotcha. Well, has, uh, has the staff talked to you about a specific position you'll be coming in at? Um, so uh, they told me – me and um, Jay – JD will Dorenzo. Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh one will play left, one will play right, and just see how wherever um the other one feels comfortable. And I mean I played both and I, I think I read that he played both. So yeah, uh, it's just it's just whichever whichever works better. So, so Willie, looking back at uh some of your games this year, I th- I think your best two games came against SEC competition. Does that kind of like prep you for this Big Ten level? Yeah, I think so. A lot of people said that, and it, it was kind of weird to me too because I felt like those were my best games too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think so. Uh, they were like crazy environments, and I mean, being at Texas kind of helped me with that. Like I wasn't. Um, I don't know if people on my team were like shook, but I know I was my first time like in Texas Stadium. We played LSU, and I didn't even play. So, like, just the Joe Burrow game. 
Huh? Was that the Joe Burrow game where he yeah, like, ripped yeah. you guys' hearts out? Yeah. Yeah, it was like week two, and it was, I don't know. That that was crazy. I didn't even know LSU was gonna be that that good because we only lost by like a touchdown, I think. But uh, yeah, I feel like that that kind of prepared me because I feel like once you feel the noise, like you hear the noise, it kind of shocks you a little bit being on the field, like looking in the stands, but then you get a snap going and it's like everything slows down or at least it did for me. So I feel like that'll help in the long run. I mean, I, now I know we play at Ohio State, so I, I feel like that's going to be a crazy game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I know you're a, a Wisconsin guy. You went to high school in Wisconsin. You took a, a pretty long route to get to Rutgers. Yeah. Talk about your journey, man. You, you've, you've, you've been through a lot, it seems. Yeah, uh, so coming out of high school, I was a defense alignment. Uh, and then I was supposed to go to Garden City Community College. They wanted to switch me to offensive line because I, I grew like two, three inches after I signed with them. Uh, and I was like, no, I'm good. Uh, so I was about to go play basketball in college, and I was like on the fence between playing basketball and football. And I ended up enrolling at Iowa Western for offensive alignment. Uh, I stayed there three semesters. Um, Got a lot of buzz. Like I graduated early, went to Texas. Uh, I redshirted and then I got quarantined a few times going into fall camp. So I ended up opting out the second year. Uh, my staff left, so I felt like that was my best interest to to leave too. Uh, I mean, the year didn't count, so we had fifth years or yeah, fifth years come back for the the six. So it was like I'm trying to get on the field also. Uh, I went to ULM for one semester and then just didn't feel like that was the the best competition I could play or um, just the best route for me that can make me reach my goals. So, so Willie, I want to talk a little bit more about Rutgers with you. I know you took an official visit uh, recently back in December. Talk a little bit about that trip. And then I also want to talk to you about um, Gavin Wimstat. Obviously, he's a four-star quarterback. How much does that really affect you, like, in a, in a portal? Do do kids like you actually, like, look at that and be like, all right, they got a pretty good quarterback. I can go block for him. Um, okay. Uh, you want me to answer the, about the visit first? or Whatever you want first. My bad. I, okay. It was a long question. Oh, no, it's fine. All right. So, the, the visit, um, I think I was the only one there, or it might have been a, a linebacker, but um, – it was, it was just good. I mean, all hands were on. Um, I mean, I definitely felt like they hit. Like I, uh, at this point, it's like school and and football. But it like to me, since I have my degree, it's more it's more of a business decision. So um, they kind of hit the points that that I was looking for with recovery, uh, how they train, um, working out, um, practice play play scheme um some people was on the road uh coach Gleason was on the road uh but he came in he made sure he got in we talked some more ball um and then just making sure that I I knew all the support staff I met all everybody that play offensive line and could have hands in and help him develop me more um and just give me pointers in that area so I mean, it was a great visit. We ended up going to New York City, so like that was a plus. We seen the seen the big tree, 
Uh, so your first time in New York, really? It was it was my second. I went I went in seventh grade for a band trip. I used to play the drums. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, but yeah, I had to say it was it was just a it was a great visit. Uh, my dad came with me, and he he loved every part of it. Um, and he he's usually he 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 it's either a bad visit or a great visit. Like if he doesn't <laughs> like it, then it's bad. If he likes it, then he likes it. So that was a good sign. He had good vibes from the coaches. So it was just good all around. Um, and then on Gavin, uh, I watched the bowl game. And I mean, you could see the flashes of how, how electric he'll be and stuff like that. Um, he had a, I don't, I don't even know. It looked kind of, it didn't look weird, but it was like when he ran, uh, he took the ball, he ran, I think it's like 30, 40 yards. Yeah. It didn't feel like he was running 30, 40 yards on the TV, but like he was just, he was covering ground, but it wasn't like, it was like his strides were so long. Like, so yeah. You could, and I hate you to compare him to a guy it. like Calvin Johnson, but he, Calvin Johnson looked the same way when you'd see him run. He doesn't look that fast, yeah. but he's blowing by DBs. And that's what it was like for Gavin. He blew by half their secondary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean that that was that was good. Um, I mean the coach is high on them, so that's good. Uh, and then now we just got to give them give them time to make plays. As an offensive lineman, awesome. do you look at something like that though? Like, did that play a factor looking at both programs, like quarterback or? Yeah, it it did somewhat. Um, but then I feel like ultimately, for for me at least, uh, it just came down. Um, <laughs> To the level of competition, me, we, me wanting to take a bet on myself and the, the trust in Shiano and, I mean, the rest of the staff, too. Yeah, I mean, we can't, as Rutgers fans, we can't wait to, to get you on campus. We can't wait to, to see the, the rest of the transfer offensive line this, this fall because we definitely need you guys. Uh, I think you guys are going to make a massive impact on this program, not just next year, but moving forward. Uh, Richie, you got anything else for Willie? Really appreciate you coming yeah, on. Yeah, Willie, I got one more for you. Okay. I'm sure they've shown you the tape. Raekwon O'Neal has two touchdowns as a tackle. How excited <laughs> are you about that possibility? I'm all for it. I, I told I told the coach, I said, I'm an athlete, so I mean, you throw it, I'm at, I, I got to score. I got to score. I mean, you got the basketball background. I'm sure you have the hands for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Willie, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, the, the, yeah no we've been doing these instant reaction pods, and people were like, we were when we didn't have the the recording last night. People were just like about to burn the boards down. They really wanted to hear both from you and both what we had to say about this. And so, we really appreciate you coming on, Willie Tyler. This has been another episode of the Night Report Podcast. We're signing off. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.